welcome back to the show, everybody. Thankful that you guys are here with me again for another episode. So I know most of you are aware of health concerns with everything going on right now, the different variants, the flu. Listen, this is going to be a little bit different, but this is what the show is all about, trying to reach the right people with the right information wherever they may be. We got the owner of United Fitness, Nick Long, here for an episode tonight. Now, Nick is a good friend of mine. He's local. He lives a couple blocks down the street from my house. He's one of my best friends, and he's going to be sharing some information with us tonight about how to detox, how to be healthy, where to start if you haven't exercised in a while, just the whole shabam of information he's going to be giving us a breakdown tonight sharing his heart with us this guy owns united fitness he's a certified nutritionist and his compassion levels are through the roof anybody who knows him knows he's the real deal trainers that have been training for 20 plus years come to this guy for tips so let's jump right into this episode i'm sure you guys are going to enjoy this one let's go Listen, I got a special guest here with me tonight. I have Nick Long here from United Fitness. This guy's the real deal, man. The compassion's there, the knowledge is there, the certifications are there. And Nick, thank you for being here. Welcome to the show, man. It's a pleasure to have you. Thanks for having me, brother. It's uh, it's an honor to be able to kick it with you. And, you know, I receive that with all humility. With everything going on right now, you know, the scare of getting sick people are really becoming health conscious, right? We're really starting to consider, wow, is the medication I'm being prescribed or the advice I'm getting from a commercial really right for me? And I think this is what's really awesome about what you do because you, you tailor somebody's needs, right? Like, like somebody comes to you and they have a hip issue. You work with them. You create um, a workout plan and nutrition and, and you coach them through whatever, whatever their situation may be. I know you've even trained people uh, to get ready to be released into the military. So you got a broad spectrum of people that you deal with on an everyday basis. Yeah. So, you know, I've been a personal trainer now for 13 years and, you know, starting out in the field, you know, I had really no idea what I was getting into. I just knew I was passionate about uh, fitness. And so I didn't know where that journey would take me. I, I just knew I wanted to help people uh, become fit and healthy in their bodies. So I, I've gotten a lot of experience training, like you said, people from teenage years all the way up until people in their 70s and even 80s, I think is, is one of the oldest clients I've had. And so I've seen a lot, you know, I, I've experienced a lot and I've seen a lot of different health conditions along my journey with training people. I'm thankful for that because it's opened my eyes to be able to broaden my skill set as a, a health coach and be able to, you know, kind of connect some dots as to like, well, how, how do you approach this person with this condition? Because, you know, I think we all are a little bit different uh, when it comes to genetic makeup and, and DNA and certain things like that. We all have certain coding. And, and I was just talking with somebody the other day because, you know, she was like, well, I have high blood pressure and this and that, like, what should I do? And, and she was kind of under the impression where it's kind of like you just it's something you have to deal with. And I, I run into a lot of this with people 
And I have more of a mindset like if someone, if, if a doctor gives me a report of some bad health condition, I'm under the mindset like you're not going to tell me that I'm going to have to deal with that or live with that forever. Like I will find a way to overcome this issue and reverse it somehow, some way. So that just kind of gives you an idea of my mentality on how I approach people. I'm always going to approach somebody, no matter what they tell me, no matter what condition, however serious it's been, whether you've had it for 20 plus years or you just got diagnosed with something, I'm going to treat you the exact same and tell you, we're going to work through this together. And I believe with all my heart that this is something that you'll overcome because it just doesn't sit well when, you know, you're told something and it's like, well, you just got to deal with it. Well, what if I don't want to deal with it? You know what I mean? What if I want to experience life and explore and do all these things? And now you're saying I can't do it. So I try to instill faith into people from the gate and really believe in them, even if they don't believe in themselves. And so, you know, throughout that whole journey uh, to the point where I am now, you know, I, I knew I was only like scratching the surface with people's health and well-being. And I was running into some roadblocks because as a trainer, you can only give like generic guidelines uh, as far as nutrition and other things like that. So I felt like I didn't really have control of people's diets. And I started seeing that this was the very area that people were stumbling the most. And rightfully so. I mean, it, you know, we love to eat <laughs> every, yeah, every right. uh, social gathering, every event seems to be based around food or eating. You know, it should be. It's it's a very social thing, and, and I think it's great. I've noticed that my people were really struggling with their diets, and, and just whenever life would hit or stressful situations would come, you know, we run to our comfort foods, right? You, you grab the tub of Ben and Jerry's or, you know, the bag of potato chips and whatever else to try to suppress and push down those emotions because you're stressed. I wanted to come in and be able to help people overcome those stressful situations that kind of get you in trouble. And then, you know, whenever you go to the ice cream or the chips or whatever other comfort foods, it always leaves you feeling worse off after you eat that. Yeah, this is true. Like, like it's a temporary fix. Like it'll suppress it for a little bit, but then you feel kind of gross. You feel like you just put on five more pounds and now you're spiraling down even more. And then you grab more bad food to try to suppress that feeling. And it's kind of like any other addiction, right? Like alcohol, drugs, you know, whatever else you want to insert in there. It's, it's no different I would say food is probably the number one addiction compared to all the others. Now that's debatable and that's totally my opinion, but seeing the power it has over people is really staggering. Typically you're not looked at as a glutton unless you're morbidly obese. Like anybody can point out any other sin at any time. And, um, you know, we all deal with something, but sometimes there's things that people deal with that are much more evident than other people. And uh, food, yeah, it can fly into the radar. You know, I know I struggled with my weight personally. Um, when we first met about six years ago, I, I considered myself to be in really good shape at the time, you know, doing amateur bodybuilding, but just not really knowing the guidelines or the premises of nutrition, you know, how to detox and how to really 
uh, take care of my body. And so I know how food can kind of fly under the radar is like one of these really strong addictive things in our lives that typically we only want to nip it in the butt when a doctor's giving us a report, like you said in the beginning, that I'm going to have to live the rest of my life with this this hardship and deprivation now because of, you know, some sickness that I've acquired from a bad habit. You are certified to be able to give people advice on what nutrients are good for certain situations or or age groups or just ailments in general. And I think this is super important because here in America, we're a microwave society. We want everything really quick. We, you know, we don't want to read the ingredients. We just want to roll up, hand somebody 10 bucks and get those Chick-fil-A nuggets in our lap as soon as possible and go to town. Tell us a little bit about what you got going on on the nutrition end of things. You know, the number one thing that I would say I specialize in, in helping people with is, is detoxing. Like you were saying, you know, we are living in a world now, uh, it's not the most ideal world as far as the amount of pollutants that we're exposed to on a daily basis, whether it be environmental pollutants uh, with heavy metals or pesticides, things that are sprayed into the air that we're breathing in, uh, or, you know, our food supply, which is laced with glyphosate and other artificial sweeteners and dyes and this and that. I mean, you can go on and on, you know, it's, it becomes very challenging for somebody who is grocery shopping and like, what do I even look for? Because you have all these marketing ploys on these products now, and a lot of them actually claiming things to be healthy. And I get people coming to me all the time, like, you know, showing me labels of their supplements and certain foods that they got that they're like excited about. And then I'm like reading through it. And I, I try not to be like a Debbie downer with it, but I'm, I'm like looking at it. I'm like, man, this is just all marketing. And it's just, it's a tactic that's used to kind of deceive you into thinking that it's healthy, but it's really not. And so, you know, one really good tip, you know, when you are grocery shopping is kind of staying on the perimeter of the grocery store. Some, many people may have heard that already, but uh, that is something that is kind of universal that I think will really help people uh, when you're at the grocery store is you kind of stay more on the perimeter and avoid the aisles as best as you can. A lot of the bad foods, the packaged foods, the, you know, snack type of foods are going to be more in the aisles. So the more you can avoid that, the better, but yeah, really just get, getting back to the detoxing. It, it's, essential nowadays and it it might not have been that way decades ago but times have changed our world has changed the environment we live in is much different and not the most ideal as far as being healthy is concerned detoxing our bodies on a periodic basis now with that being said i do not advocate for quick fix weight loss schemes and this and that i do however advocate for periodic fasting or cleansing. This is something that has been practiced in pretty much every religion. Uh, All throughout history, we have documentation of uh, people fasting, whether it be for physical transformation or healing or mental, emotional, spiritual revelation. They call me Nick Holistic, right? That's kind of like my, my Instagram tag and kind of my little nickname because I believe in the holistic approach. I believe in the alternative way uh, as far as treating a lot of chronic 
illnesses and diseases, I believe that there is a time and a place for medicine and for, you know, going to the hospital and this and that when it's emergency situations. But when it comes to chronic things, I don't believe that taking certain medications and this and that will benefit you in the long run. I think they are temporary solutions. And I think there is, you know, food is, is medicine, right? That, that is my belief wholeheartedly. I think Hippocrates said that way back, let thy food be thy medicine and thy medicine be thy food, something along those lines. Yeah. Um, so we, we do know from research and from history that what we're putting into our bodies has a direct effect on our health and well-being. And I think that's just something that is very simple, but yet very overlooked. Whenever we do get sick, uh, we're kind of running to the, the cabinet, the medicine cabinet and hitting up the Tylenol and the ibuprofen and Benadryl and nose sprays and this and that. And I, I, I get it. it. It's something that we've kind of, I think, just grown up with believing in. And it wasn't until I took a different path and took a different belief into thinking like, well, if our bodies are uniquely created, right? And I believe in God wholeheartedly. I believe that he designed these bodies that we temporarily dwell in as phenomenal machines. I believe wholeheartedly that we have the ability in our own bodies to be able to heal ourselves through certain diseases and illnesses. Um, there may be specific scenarios where you may need a lot more assistance uh, to be able to heal or recover from something. But we see this with the animal kingdom. You know, if an animal is injured or sick, you really don't see them eating. You know, they, they may go by a, a water, uh, a spring of water or something, get some water to drink. But it's interesting because when you, when you encounter that, watch what an animal will do if they're sick or not, you know, or injured. They typically will not eat. And that's the instinct of our bodies can actually heal themselves if we stop pushing food down. So that's really interesting you bring that up. I mean, it feels like the general consensus is we're taught, like you said, run to the medicine cabinet when you get sick, right? Call your doctor. Nowadays, we do voice doctor or FaceTime with our doctors because people are even scared to go to the doctors. And I look at all of this and just, I don't really know too much. Okay. I, I only know what I know. And I'm under the impression that when you're sick, right, you're supposed to eat chicken broth, <laughs> right? Get plenty of rest. You know, some people say take a hot uh, shower, hot bath, or, you know, use Vicks and rub Vicks vapor rub on your back. And the knowledge of, hey, you shouldn't or should be eating this during, during a sickness, now, a lot of people are afraid, you know, to just follow blindly what the doctors are saying or what's happening on the news with the mandated jab on the horizon, which I don't think they can legally do that. But people are becoming more conscious of their health. So what would be your advice for somebody who feels flu symptoms, flu-like symptoms coming on? Um, is there, you know, like advice that you would give in the sense like, hey, stop eating at that point? Or, or would you just lower the amount of calories that you're taking in and increase the water? You know, that, that's why I decided to get into the juicing world a lot and why Ooh. I've been very much an advocate for it. Because, you know, the, the water fasting was superior, like way back. I'm talking like decades ago. 
but now we have other groups of needs that need to be met. We still have to work. We still have to function. People still want to work out and this and that. So, you know, to take a vacation from life and everything else is next to impossible. So in order to address that group of needs while still benefiting from the cleanse or fasting experience to be able to heal yourself, that's where the juicing comes in because you're not, you're technically still not really activating your digestive system because it's just liquids. What exactly does that mean for the listeners? I mean, are we talking about like pure organic juice that's been pressed from the physical fruit in your hand? Or are you talking about buying, you know, Welch's grape? I mean, give give us a little bit more insight into what the juicing would look like if somebody wanted to take that on. You know, having fresh whole fruits and vegetables that you are juicing, whether it be by hand or through a, you know, juicing machine versus buying something in the store. Now, there are some store-bought ones that are organic and probably some good quality, but the problem with the store-bought ones is that uh, most of them are pasteurized, meaning there was, you know, heat involved because they have to maintain the shelf life. And so if you're doing fresh cold-pressed juices that are organic and, and all that, you know, they only have a certain shelf life pretty much within like a a three to six kind of day window uh, okay. before they start going bad. So it, yeah, that, that would be more what I'm talking about. Um, I think it is uh, superior to anything that is bought in store because you're going to retain a lot of the nutrients um, versus the heat pasteurized juices, which are going to lose a lot of the, the nutrition from them. I know the last time, we got together for the chosen 300 outreach here in in one of the local cities. You brought me a glass Mason jar of a homemade juice you made. And it was phenomenal. I think it was last winter. You also, I got like 12 or 14 different jars from you. You know, I purchased like one of your three day cleanses, you call it, which I would agree with the word superior. This is something that flies under the radar. We really don't know how to attack back against you know the sicknesses that have have always been on the horizon and yet increasing and and the bad diet is definitely showing throughout these these last couple generations with the turn of ingredients used as pesticides what they're spraying in the air what they're putting on the food yeah because you're you're getting such a high concentration of uh the vitamins and minerals that are from the fruits and vegetables so you know if you take one 32 ounce juice of say carrots, apples, and beets, for instance, the amount of produce that is in that 32 ounce juice, you could not eat in a day. You might not even be able to eat that amount in two days or three days. I mean, it's like that much into one juice. So it's so concentrated that you're basically what I'm saying is, and I'll, I'll touch on this a little bit as well, that when it comes to supplementation, you know, and, and things like that for overcoming whether it be coronavirus or any other sickness or illness, the problem that most people aren't aware of is the dosages are so low. And so whatever you're buying like over the counter in the store, and I'm not saying it's universal, like all of them are bad. I'm just saying that majority of the supplements and things you're buying over the counter are too low of a dose, especially with where our health is at as a whole nowadays. Like back in the day when just, you know, 
society was just healthier overall, it may have been okay. But like in order to get the same nutrition back then as you can today, you would almost need to eat, say, like four or five apples to get the same amount of nutrition as it was decades ago. The soil quality mm. that, it, that we have today is nowhere near where it was decades ago. Uh, and that's due to a lot of the pesticides and, and a lot of the farming, you know, industrial farming practices that are now going on today, you know, which is just, it's not the most ideal for retaining the nutrients and, and the plants are not able to draw up the nutrients from the soil because the soil is not, it's not rich in, in all the beneficial bacteria and other things that, that basically would keep us satiated for longer. Like, you know, nowadays you, you almost find yourself eating more or having to eat more because that one thing is not filling you up. And the reason it's not filling you up is because it's depleted of nutrients. Now, how many times do you think that, that people may be feeling hungry or famished, right? They may be feeling the onset of like, wow, I need to get something to eat. Do you think a lot of the times we confuse that with actually dehydration? Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's a, a great point. And typically the hunger pains that you feel, it, it's, it's in the belly, right? It, it, that's, that's where you're feeling the hunger pains and it's, it can be very intense. The reason you're feeling that, that's not necessarily hunger. Um, like you said, I believe that more times than not, it is that you are dehydrated because if you go and hit up the water right away, um, those intense feelings start to subside a little bit. But aside from that, it's mainly because our bodies are accustomed to eating at the same times every day, right? Because we're creatures of habit. We love our routines. We love doing the same thing at the same time. And that's just kind of how it is. So basically, there's this gut brain connection. And anyone who's listening to this, if you want to do uh, a Google research, you know, if you want to take away anything from this, do a little research on the gut brain connection. Uh, because it's really fascinating. And more and more studies are being done now on just how strong the connection is from the mind to the gut and how they're always communicating. And, you know, basically what I'm getting at is if our gut is not well, we're not going to be well overall. And that's going to affect our brain. Yeah, I just, I just remember reading this. 90% of our serotonin production, which is the happy hormone, right? So hormone makes us feel good. 90% of that lies within the gut. So if your gut is compromised or immune system is compromised, which is in your gut, what do you think that's going to do to your brain and to your mood? It's going to make it very difficult to be in a good mood, to be happy or to stay happy. Now you may have good days and, and I think we, we all will, but if it's that compromised and your serotonin production is now plummeting because your gut's not well, th this is where the holistic approach starts coming into the forefront. Wow, there's a lot of moving parts here and one thing affects another and then that affects another. And now you can start looking at somebody and you can start saying, what is the root cause of this? And more times than that, it's the digestive health for people. It's the immune system is compromised, which leaves us vulnerable for sicknesses and disease to happen. No, wait, wait, you're, 
my mind's blown right now. I mean, I, you mean to tell me that our gut health can uh, determine our serotonin levels? So, like, instead of needing an antidepressant, it could be based in diet alone? 100%. Oh, wow. 100%. Yeah, the ground's shaking over here on my end. <laughs> I mean, see, this is why it's so important to talk with people, especially the people that have the passion, the certification, and the desire, right? The drive to deliver this information and help see the transformation of people's lives. I, I mean, I've heard so many commercials. I've seen so many, so much propaganda, so many gimmicks, so many, whatever you want to call it, billboards, sales associates, always trying to sell a weight loss pill you know, guaranteeing energy spikes, guaranteeing serotonin boost, all these different things. I mean, I've even heard other podcasters um, have paid commercials on the show with some type of new genius joy mood enhancer supplement. I really think you're getting at the information that we as a people crave because it's it's like a lost it's lost information. And you're 100% right. When you were bringing up the fact that we didn't need detox generations ago because our environment wasn't polluted as it is today. We didn't have nuclear power plants. We didn't have chemicals being sprayed in the air. We didn't have pesticides. We didn't have all these crazy mutated viruses and oh, drugs that people are taking for the, for the plethora of different health reasons. You're right. You know, we are really polluted at the end of the day and the detox is more important now than ever. And I don't think you're insinuating a GNC detox kit. I think we're really talking about getting whole foods, uh, juicing and, and intermittent fasting, relieving the production of food from our body for a period of time so that we're able to self heal. I was looking at, I'm not a big numbers guy, but I was looking at the stats and we get a lot of downloads from, from Pennsylvania in general and I would really like to see, you know, some people get connected with you through this process. You know, I'd really like to use the platform for whoever would listen and get this far through the episode and say, yeah, you know what? I'm really actually interested in changing something today. And it's just one step at a time. It's not by the flip of a finger that your life is going to be changed and your health is going to get better. But making an effort, I think, is key. You've helped me personally through a lot. Okay, when we first met many years ago at this point, I was working out, you were magazine cover shape, and I was doing this bulk process. You know, I was like a 52 inch chest and a 36 inch waist. I was doing power lifting and uh, bulking up and cutting down and, and just doing my little routine there. And I was really good with movement being in my early 20s at the time. And uh, I was really strong. You know, I had weighed like 230 pounds. I could bench about 400 pounds for a good solid rep. I'm going to throw these weights around. But how important is movement and exercise? Let's touch on these topics right now. You cover healthy movement. Obviously, we already discussed nutrition, what that can look like, the, the avenues that runs to in accordance with our overall health. But let's talk now about physical movement. How important is it? that our bodies are a well-oiled machine. What do you recommend for somebody just starting out? Yeah, so uh, typically, you know, I will evaluate where somebody is at uh, because I get people coming to me from all different backgrounds and uh, fitness levels. Some are coming literally right off the couch. Uh, others, you know, they've been in the, the fitness arena for some time and they just need a little boost or training for a Spartan race. So, you know, I really just try to feel out and evaluate with some testing and whatnot just to see where everyone's at. And then, you know, just basically set up a, a 
tailored plan and goals that can, you know, kind of walk them down the path of uh, becoming a better version of themselves. I think that's ideally what most people want, you know, aside from training for a specific thing, I think the majority of the requests that I get, it's, you know, well, I do want to lose weight, but I just want to feel good. I want to just feel better, just overall health and wellness. And, uh, you know, I, I would say, aside from getting a trainer or professional to walk you down that path, the very thing that you could start doing immediately is just walking. I think that is the simplest way to move your body to exercise and uh, something that you could really do every single day uh, without it really impacting you in a negative way, unless you have uh, really bad joints. And, you know, then I could see maybe an alternative approach to that, but just keeping it very simple. Uh, if you really have no experience whatsoever, go for a walk every day, you know, start slow, do one, one lap around the block, you know, start there and then just build just little by little. It, it's more about consistency. Uh, I preach that more with my clients, more about that than probably anything else, because it's kind of that old adage. If you don't use it, you lose it type thing. Uh, it's very, very real. Uh, when it comes to health and wellness, if you're not moving your body every day, if you're very sedentary, that's going to, number one, affect your mood because we know the correlation to brain health and moving your body, getting a sweat going, you know, every day. It doesn't have to be anything crazy, you know, but just getting outside, you know, going for a walk, going for a hike, going for a run, a bike ride, whatever it is. But it's more about doing it every day it, again keep it simple you know you don't have to reinvent the wheel with it there's plenty of activities you can do it's amazing to just see like because like for me like when i'm thinking about oh i need to get healthier it can be a little frantic for me and my thought process that where i'm trying to get information from but hearing it from you and just knowing your desire to help people with an authority and with character and with compassion can just deliver information confidently to people and i'm just really happy that this episode is going to reach the right listeners that they're going to be able to get some advice and, and be encouraged, you know, that they're not alone in the process of, of being sick or being out of shape, that it's only a temporary part of life. And that change is very possible and we don't have to feel stuck in whatever situation we, we think we're in. Yeah. There's so, absolutely solutions. And just touching on what you said earlier about like, just our society being a little bit more of like a microwave type of society, you know, it, it can be a challenge. It can be a challenge, you know, uh, bringing awareness to health and wellness and, and giving people solutions as to what they can do today, you know, not down the road, but what you can do right now. Uh, and it's, it's hard because, you know, change is never easy and, you know, there has to be resistance. There has to be work put into it in order for you to see the results that you're looking for. I've always been an advocate for being a hard worker, earning, you know, the results and everything like that. Nowadays, we, a lot of times like just, just want things handed to us. And I, I was just talking with, um, I don't know if, if Mike will be listening to this, but I was talking with Mike at church and, you know, he was saying, you know, yeah, I've been kind of eating bad, a little bit bad lately and this and that. And I was just like, just kind of hitting with it. Like, Hey man, 
if you value yourself, you will make time to prepare food, do meal prepping or juicing for the week. Or like people don't realize, like they may look at me and think I'm some radical dude that's just like, you know, crazy fit and this and that. But like they don't understand the behind the scenes, like what I'm doing and what I'm building, how I value my body that I dwell in. I'll be the first one to tell you, I am far from perfect when it comes to health and fitness. I'm very much on the path to becoming better every day, but I, I made it a priority, a number one priority to take care of myself, my health and well-being. because if I don't have that, what good am I? What good am I to anybody else? My family, my friends, my coworkers, what good am I? If my health is plummeting and deteriorating because of what I'm putting into my body, I am becoming more of a liability to society than an asset at that point. That's just my opinion. That's just my belief on it. I value myself. And because I value myself, I will do whatever necessary, whatever time I need to spend, even if I'm dead tired, even if I just put in 12 hours of work and, and I'm dead tired, I will still make time to prepare a healthy meal or uh, grab some, some fresh cold pressed juice or this or that. Or go for a, a trail run if, if it's like getting late and I haven't worked out yet today. Those are sacrifices that need to be made if you want to better yourself. If you want to see the results, there has to be a price to be paid. There ha has to be a sacrifice. It's funny because we rushed through life. I remember when I was 16 being like, man, I can't wait to be 25 and get set up, right? We, we just like rush through life and try to get to be successful and get that money. And a lot of the times we see people get to that like 50 to 60 year old marker and they plateau with their health and start getting really sick and, and all that money and all that, those dreams they were chasing, you know, they all just fade away because it's like the last 25 years you've been chasing the almighty dollar and now you're spending every dollar you got to try to reserve a little bit more time to enjoy life. So we definitely have it backwards as a society, how we view things. This is a helpful episode for me, even though we talk very often and, and I know what you do. And I know I, I even get glimmers of the behind the scenes effort that you put into this lifestyle that you live and dedication of helping other people. And I just think it, it really should be, we're getting together and we're talking about our health, what we're consuming, you know, giving each other advice and, you know, big believer in promoting local business, local mom, pop, you name it, mom, pop church, mom, pop deli, mom, pop gyms. Right. So I think that that's a really awesome thing to be able to do is just use whatever platform God gives us to, to lift each other up. Nick, launch us off where people can find you. Yeah. So, um, so I'm co-owner of United Fitness with my brother, Justin. We're on Instagram at United Fit. Facebook is at United Fit as well. We also have our website set up, unitedfitness.com. It's spelled with a Y-O-U because it starts with you. That's our tagline. You know, we're there. I also have my nutrition website set up that I just recently set up. Uh, and that's nickholistic.com, N-I-C-K-H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C.com, Nick Holistic. Check out the website. And I'm also on Instagram at Nick Holistic as well. So those are all the platforms you can find me on. And yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm really passionate about health and wellness and just really want to see positive change in the world uh, for a health movement, especially knowing that we have a lot of things coming against us. Don't let anybody force you into anything. 
do the research, make the decision for yourself, but know that there are solutions to prevent sickness if you are afraid or, uh, you know, intimidated by getting a certain virus or this or that. You can build your immune system. Strong immunity will be able to fight off a lot of those sicknesses, in my opinion. You guys heard it right from the man himself. I hope you enjoyed this one. Coming to you from southeastern Pennsylvania. God bless America. And good night. And I serve the king too, I'm solidified CEO of Boston Music Group solidified I'm a ride to the end, I'm solidified Riding through the city, no, I'm solidified And I serve the king too, I'm solidified CEO of Boston Music Group solidified I'm a ride to the end, I'm solidified Brother Jared been solidified since day one I'm like snake sauce, only call me A1 That's why I rap and I stay in my own lane I was really in the streets and I did things Check my resume, I ain't gotta brag on it Be nice, send the beats, and I dab on it Treat it like a punching bag, I'm a jab on it Yeah, I serve the king, no, I'm a brag on it A lot of people rapping these days, but they lost I ain't choose music, music chose me, of course Own family back bit, but I'm cool now Forgiveness is everything, that's what I learned now Headed to the top, and I'm staying true to him I try to live my life every day without sin A lot of snakes in the yard, but I cut them I try to be nice to them, but they think I'm soft Never that, but I know where I came from I can't go backwards, only forward here That's why I trust in the process over here It's not where you at, it's who you know, that's what I learned I know I used to get high, used to blow sherm Now I'm sober and I'm stronger than I ever been If it ain't about business, it's irrelevant I put the king first and you know I'm going in Riding through the city, no, I'm solidified. And I serve the king too, I'm solidified. CEO of Boston Music Group, solidified. I'm a ride to the end, I'm solidified. Riding through the city, no, I'm solidified. And I serve the king too, I'm solidified. CEO of Boston Music Group, solidified. I'm a ride to the end, I'm solidified. I'm solidified because I work hard too. Let's hit the studio, what, what you trying to do? I keep a small circle, but I know a lot of dudes. You can't call me ignorant and I'm not rude I just gotta be honest, I'm a real dude I'm solidified, I'm a son of the king That's why I gotta stand strong and I gotta win It's time to take over cause you know we going in We share the truth to the back block every day Where they like to get high and smoke on Mary J The gospel gotta be shared, that's what Jesus said We're true disciples and we gotta go everywhere I think a worldwide tour is brewing, I can feel it The world needs to hear this music and they gotta hear it I stand on the truth, every track they gon' hear it Brother Jarrett solidified, get it here I gotta hit him hard every time that I speak My Facebook and Instagram, yeah, so on fleek I got a lot of support and they love the kid Put the single out and we gon' hit the states I be in Delaware too with them different plates Rapping real easy but we still keep the faith Chain hanging off my neck and it ain't fake I'm solidified so you know we gon' fall Riding through the city, no, I'm solidified. And I serve the king too, I'm solidified. CEO of Boston Music Group, solidified. I'm a ride to the end, I'm solidified. Riding through the city, no, I'm solidified. And I serve the king too, I'm solidified. CEO of Boston Music Group, solidified. I'm a ride to the end, I'm solidified.